Welcome to this episode of The Delta, where we try to break down scientific concepts to be able to apply them to our everyday lives. Today, the episode is gonna be a little bit different. It's gonna focus on something called the nature of science, or that is argumentation in science. And my argument, that science is less about finding the truth and more about making sure that we survive. Alright, and welcome to the Delta. As I said before, today's episode is going to be focused on a little bit something different. We're going to tackle this nature of science one piece at a time. In the other episodes, I'll be joined by a guest or be talking with Sean Diller about how politics and science interact and play off of one another and why we should give privilege to scientific information. These Nature of Science episodes will be denoted by the black logo with the honeycomb and the delta symbol on the inside of it so that my audience, you guys, can actually distinguish between when I'm talking with a guest or about politics revolving around the scientific issue and these episodes that will focus more so on arguments about why science is important, scientific literacy, and how we can actually utilize science in its own respect for our daily lives. So let's jump right into it. Let's talk about a story, get a familiar frame of reference, and actually focus on a video game. Super Mario Brothers really came into its own whenever it started on Super Mario Brothers 3. Now I have some stories about Super Mario Brothers 3, but we will not focus on those right now and just accept the fact that we were supposed to get Yoshi, and instead we ended up with a bunch of different suits. And some people argue that some of these suits are best suited to defeat the different kinds of Koopas that you fight in the airships, whether it be the raccoon tail, or whether it be the boot, or whether it be the fire flower, or whether it be the frog suit. You see, some of my friends argue that you should always beat Bowser with a fire flower, or even the Koopa kids with a fire flower. And there are other ones that say that the most challenging way to defeat any Koopa is with a frog suit, and to do so is to show true expertise at the game. Now this gets at another conversation I have with these individuals, and that is about truth, and whether or not truth actually exists. Now my argument here is not to focus on whether or not the news should be truthful, or whether or not politicians should lie, or whether or not we should misrepresent what's actually going on in our relationships to get away with something. What I'm focusing on here is a philosophical discussion that actually permeates and compromises science specifically. There is a certain degree that philosophy turned into science. And there is a philosophy of science that argues these very positions. And I don't want to overlook that. You see, when people have philosophical arguments about truth, some people say that they're splitting hairs. And some people say that they're not actually focused on what's really important. But I will argue that it is one of the most essential distinctions that we need to make in our society. Science first started off by looking at objectivity. Whether or not you were objective in your data collection and in your conclusions you drew with your argument. And then that was questioned. Whether or not humans could actually be objective whether or not there was an objective truth. 
And then it came down to, it's probably subjective. Each individual's experience is a representation of that truth. And the lens that we look at the world with is our lens. It's our perspective. And then all of these subjective truths somehow come together to represent a greater truth. This all seems very familiar to us in our modern day society, but it wasn't something that we held on to in the very beginning of science. It is something that evolved with time and eventually became a focus on something else completely. In one of these respects, it was about what was useful. Not about what was true, not about what was right, not about what was absolutely correct, but what was useful. And we call this thing pragmatism. Pragmatism is whatever works. That is possibly a focus of what science is. You see, it's not about actually getting the truth or closer to the truth. It's about helping us to be able to survive with the tools that we have that is pragmatically useful. It's about utility. It has nothing to do with whether or not we are getting at absolute truth or a subjective truth. It has everything to do with what makes it so that we can live to tomorrow. And this brings us to the conclusion of our argument, to refocus us on the delta variant that is on and inside of my state specifically. Science is useful. It is from the standpoint that you should be able to survive to the next day. It has nothing to do with whether or not we have truth. People compromise science by saying that they go back and forth while they collect new data and we have no idea really what's supposed to happen with these vaccines. We get told all the time that science keeps changing its mind. But that's what science does. Because science is supposed to be useful. It's supposed to adapt and change to new evidence. So at the end of the day, we have the best tools to be utilized for our survival. It's not useful anymore if the evidence is dated, if the ideas no longer help us. But here's the issue. In politics, we have a different representation of truth. In a future episode, we will distinguish between what descriptive and prescriptive language actually is. But for right now, let's just say that science is descriptive. It tells us what's going on. In our curiosity, it lets us know, basically, what the world looks like in a useful way. Politics is prescriptive by nature. It tells us what to do or what is allowed. And in that respect, it serves a different purpose. So when you're saying and you're representing the truth as denying science, being anti-vax on Twitter and getting vaccinated, the same time making sure that people have an understanding that they should wear masks, and then on the same day saying that it is a personal choice whether or not they should have the freedom to engage in that behavior. Science doesn't say what you should do. It is descriptive. It is a useful description that we can apply to our everyday lives. It is the prescriptive power of politics to take that information and to be able to help us survive. It is the utilization of that tool. 
So let's bring it back to Mario one last time. Let's look at the vaccines as power-up suits. We have a multitude of them. Whether or not you want to represent them as raccoon tails or um, Koopa shells or frog suits or whatever you want. A fire flower? Great. Take it. And utilize that vaccine to defeat this COVID-19 virus, this new Delta variant, this new Koopa kid that we're dealing with at this stage. Because what I really want to focus on is for us to make sure that we understand that science describes what's going on. It does its best to make it useful for us to be able to do the job that we need to do to defeat this thing. But it is the prescriptive power of politics that we need to have a clear message from. It is not in our best interests to listen to individuals, whether they be politicians or goldfish, to be able to figure out whether or not we should wear masks or not wear masks, whether or not we should get vaccinated or not get vaccinated. The science is clear. The science is vaccines work. And the prescriptive power is then get the vaccine. Masks work. Then get a mask on. In looking at how we want to move forward from here, applying science to our everyday lives is the best thing that we can do to survive. And that is the point of science. Pragmatically, it works to make sure that we stay alive. Thank you for checking out this episode of The Delta, where I flew solo. If you have any questions or comments, hit us up on The Heartland Pod on Twitter and heartlandpod.com. Also, I'm going to be releasing a ton of science episodes over the next few weeks about nature of science and science concepts through Hourglass Science on YouTube. And please share the conversation. Spread the word. Actually get the Heartland Pod out there because it is only after that that we can really make change. That is the Delta. Delta.